Hey there, this is Dimitris, the Curious Tangero. My goal is to bring more people to tango and more tango to people. Today we're going to discuss the topic of kindness in the milongas. But I warn you, many of you might not like what I'm about to share, and that's okay, I don't ask you to accept it. What I ask you, though, is to think about it. Aristotle said that it is the trait of an educated mind to be able to entertain an idea without accepting it. I invite you to entertain the ideas I'm going to share with you. Before we start, if you haven't followed the podcast yet, look for the follow button. It should be somewhere up or down or left or right, based on which app or website you are using to listen to this. It's free, it's fun, and you're going to learn many ways to improve your tango. All right, let's start. I am a big advocate for kindness in the milongas. I believe people need to observe other people with kindness and respond in kindness. Kindness is gentle and kindness is an intention. But what I don't often discuss is that for me, kindness cuts both ways. Now, there is one side that you might have heard about many times, the one where we ask advanced dancers to dance with beginners and intermediate dancers, right? And the narrative goes like this. People are leaving tango because it is very selective. People feel unnoticed, they feel that no one wants to dance with them, or that they only get the bad dancers to dance with them, right? Advanced dancers seem to only want to dance with other advanced dancers, and there are even events that accept only great dancers. This makes the milongas unwelcoming. And wouldn't it be much, much better for all if we all dance with everyone? Would it be more humane and more loving? Isn't tango truly all about connecting? You know, I, I often share on Facebook an excerpt from my book, Tangofulness. It is a story of a milonga where Alejandro Mantignan accepted to dance a tanda with me and how that made me see that I was just uh, the vessel, you know. I received a gift and my job was to pass it to others. Someone much, much better than me, or than I, I'm, not, I'm never sure, uh, decided to dance with me. And that was an act of kindness. And it is my job, as I get better and better, to pass that gift to others who are starting now. One of the most common comments under those posts is something like the following. Dimitris, you are right, but unfortunately most milongas are not like this, and most people don't think like this. Here, you know, the good dancers choose to dance only with each other, and you see people just sitting all night long till they have leaving, you know, till they leave disappointed. Uh, I wish for more people were like you, dancing with everyone, we need more kindness in the milongas, you know, stuff like that. But here is the thing, kindness cuts both ways. And I want to discuss the other side. Most advanced dancers, to be able to dance with others, have spent years and thousands of euros to prepare their bodies to give a nice experience to their to their partners. You know, a kind beginner, a kind beginner dancer might think the following: I haven't prepared my body yet. I don't know how to follow the subtle messages of my partners. I don't know how to communicate my musicality without interrupting my partner's expression. I have a very limited, you know, steps, dancing vocabulary, so I might be restricting my partner's expression too. It's the kind thing for me to do, to continue improving till I can provide those things. 
dance is something very special. And I think you're going to agree with me that no one should be forced to dance with someone that he or she doesn't enjoy dancing with. Now you can debate all night what should be the criteria someone should have to decide with whom to dance. But my belief is that it is none of my business <laughs> to decide how another person chooses how to express themselves through dance. If they look for a gentle communication where both partners contribute equally to the couple's musicality, where they don't need to compensate constantly for their partner's instability or lack of understanding, where they can express with a bigger variety of steps, then I find that the kind and gentle thing for me to do is to accept it. No one should be forced to dance with someone they don't enjoy dancing with. Our lives are already hard enough. Demanding or putting social pressure on others to express their art in the way that we want it to be accepted is not. It's not kind, you know? Kindness cuts both ways. Personally, I feel I haven't prepared my body, if, if I feel I haven't prepared my body sufficiently to dance with another person, I prefer not to dance with them. You know, my goal is to provide a beautiful experience to my partner. So I prefer to wait till I'm ready. I prefer to look at that person and get inspired to practice better, to find the right teachers for me, to read the right books. I use the rejection as wood for my fire, not as water. Kindness cuts both ways. I believe that one of the biggest problems of our society is that people tend to make too many assumptions about another person's motives. In most cases, without even knowing that person or having ever discussed with them. I choose a different way. I choose to always ask myself how I can improve, how can I become the best version of myself, how I can use perceived rejection as fuel. Now, if you don't know how to differentiate counter-melody from melody, go learn that. If you don't know how to communicate to your leader how you want the next musical phrase to be danced, go learn that. If you don't know what is the difference between practicing for balance and practicing for stability, go learn that. You know, if, if, you're, if your steps vocabulary is very limited and your favorite dancers like to have more options to express, make a decision. Either accept that you don't want to provide it to them what they enjoy, you don't want to provide that to them, or learn how to do it. And I want to be very clear here. I don't say that the embrace is not important. The feeling, the care, the love, they are. And they are important for advanced dancers too. Extremely important. But if they have to keep dealing with you losing your balance every five seconds or misinterpreting their intentions, then they cannot find that delicate feeling of connection. If your limited steps vocabulary blocks them from expressing certain parts of the music in the way they enjoy most, then they simply won't enjoy this dance as much as they want it. They want both the steps and the connection. If they can have both, they will go for both. You're not obligated to learn more steps. But if your choice is not to develop your dancing skills toward the direction that they enjoy, then just be mature about it. It is your choice and you will be chosen by the people who enjoy your dance. Now, again, kindness cuts both ways. How you end up behaving in a milonga is your choice. My choice usually is this. I go to the milongas and I try to get those standards that I really enjoy. 
I enjoy dancing most with followers that have the same height as me for biomechanical reasons. It's easier to connect. I know I enjoy dancing more with followers that communicate uh, to me how they want to dance the next musical phrase without blogging me. I enjoy dancing with followers who know how to create what I call the, the melted butter embrace. Okay, I, I try to get those tandas because they are the reasons I am addicted to tango. But I also dance a few tandas with dancers that don't fulfill my ideal criteria. In those tandas, I focus on creating a great experience for them. I'm well aware that I'm not receiving the pleasure I mostly enjoy, but I receive another kind of joy, that, that, that joy of bringing a smile to another person's face. But these are my criteria, my reasons to dance. There will be nights where my cup is empty and I just need to fill it. Nights where I just want to express my pain, my own contradictions, my fears. And on those nights, I'll focus on my ideal dancers. There are other nights that my cup is full and all I want to spread is joy. All right? It's human. I don't ask you to accept what I served. I ask you to contemplate. If you listen to respond, then you didn't really listen. Breathe and entertain the idea that even the most egotistical, top-performing dancers who only dance with the best of the best might be simply human beings that want to express their art in the way they most enjoy. Their criteria for their own expression, not about you, about their own expression, might be high, and that's okay. The kind thing to do, I believe, is to let people express their art as it fulfills them without putting social pressure on them to do something different. That's it. Make sure to follow this podcast, and if you want to support it, you can simply go on Amazon and buy the book Tangofulness, Exploring Connection, Awareness, and Meaning in Tango. It is available in 11 languages. Its goal is to help you understand and develop your unique tango. If you want to order three copies or more for your friends, contact me at the email tango at thecuriostangero.com to give you a discount. Finally, don't forget to subscribe to the Curious Tangero newsletter for more. Links and emails should be available somewhere around this content. Please share this podcast with your Tango friends. Hugs and stay curious.